welcome to the Sales Prospector Show, supported by Lease, A, Sales Rep, Ending 5000 Company, helping our clients grow sales by securing guaranteed appointments, qualified leads, and guaranteed contracts for their services and products across the U.S. I'm your host, Gil Pagan. You can find us on all social media channels and at leasesalesrep.com. Thank you for listening in. It's going to be a great one today. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a great one today. I got the pleasure of chatting with Melissa Sargent, the CMO of Litmus. Uh, they are an email marketing and analytics software provider. And listen, I love email marketing, and uh, I still think it's one of the most cost-effective ways to get in front of customers. I don't care what people say about email marketing is dying and phone stuff is dying and all these kind of things. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. Uh, still, if you're trying to market to uh, Inc. 5,000 companies, Fortune 1,000 companies, they're all on email. Uh, and they get, right, right, Melissa, you got this stuff around of people saying now texting is the thing. It's like, okay, you got to get permission to text somebody on their cell phone. Um, then they get upset. I'm sorry, I'm rambling on here. Melissa, uh, it's great to have you on the show. Um, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, uh, looking forward to have a conversation about litmus and uh, email, uh, email marketing and the like. And you, you kind of hear, you know, I'm sure when you read stuff, uh, Melissa, uh, you read some about, about, you know, what the status of email is and the like, and uh, you hear these um, pro, uh, prognostications that, that email is, is going the way of, of the dinosaur and then people move into texting, right? You know, so what, what are your thoughts on that before we get into a whole bunch of other stuff? Yeah, e email's never been more important than it, than it is right now. Um, it certainly isn't always viewed as the sexiest of the, the marketing channels, but every marketing leader has email as a, as a core part of their, their marketing channel mix. And when you think about how pervasive it is, I mean, if you're running webinars or for an example, you get people to your webinars via email. Most companies have some sort of newsletter. They have some sort of blog that they're pushing out to their subscribers. You make those connections via email. And what makes it so powerful is unlike any other marketing channel out there, your sub subscribers have invited you into their inbox and they've given you the opportunity to communicate with them on a personal level on topics that are highly relevant to things that they care about. So email is, is really one of the most important channels in terms of building those one-to-one -one relationships with your subscribers, with your customers, and with your future prospects. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I agree, kind of as I started off the conversation, that it's still one of the most efficient and effective ways to get in front of your customer. And particularly if you're doing B2B work, uh, and, and again, B2C, of course, as well. But I think really, if I had to categorize it, I put B2B on top uh, and B2C. Uh, you can deal with texting and also with consumers and all that kind of stuff. But with B2B, if you're going after middle market clients, enterprise clients, you know, they're still using email. They're still using Outlook 365, they're doing all that stuff. Uh, and, and I think that we're years out before um, uh, any idea of, of um, email going down, uh, usage and the like. I mean, thousands of companies use it, millions of companies, um, uh, Fortune 1000 companies, they all use it. Uh, and I, I agree, um, you've given them permission uh, to, uh, the customers giving you permission to kind of you know, 
get into their inbox and the like. Well, tell us a little bit about your history and um, how'd you land at Litmus and how'd you become this CMO of, of, uh, of a software uh, company and, um, you know, give it a little bit of background there and we'll jump right into Litmus. Sure. So I've been in uh, technology marketing for 30 years now, and I started my career on the agency side of the house and really just progressed in my career from doing agency work to where I went to my first tech company, which happened to be in the telco space in corporate communications and investor relations. And then I went into software after that and did, I've really done some hard time in pretty much all areas of marketing. I did marketing communications. I did, uh, I spent a lot of time at uh, CA Technologies, formerly Computer Associates and product marketing for a decade, which was really the most pivotal part of my career and really trained me to be um, a a CMO. And then from there, I just went into larger companies and started running larger marketing teams as a VP of marketing at Avalara and landed my first CMO gig at Channel Advisor, which is an e-commerce company. It's a publicly traded company. And now here at Litmus, this is my third CMO gig. And if I look back at all the companies that I've worked for, I've my span has been pretty much any kind of technology. I'm really not a specialist uh, in anything. So I did security management, network and systems operations management, sales and use tax automation. And when the opportunity at Litmus came up, when they contacted me, I knew the company right away because it's been in my tech stack for years as a, as a marketing leader. And I thought, what a serendipitous moment. You know, here I marketed all these technologies, which I had passion for, but Litmus tapped into a part of my purpose that I had really never felt. And I thought, this is awesome. I get to go to work every day. I get to geek out about marketing all day long. Everybody has to talk to me about it because that's who we serve. We serve marketers. Mm, wow, that's great. And boy, you threw our computer associates. Like, wow. Um, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> but for the, some of the people who will be listening to this uh, uh, that are on the younger side, like I don't know what computer associates is, but <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, that goes way back. Uh, it and, does. And uh, actually, uh, I knew Channel Advisor before they became public. And I know Scott, um, uh, Scott Wingo, um, and yes. uh, I interviewed him for the podcast as well. Uh, we go back, he's in the Raleigh market. Uh, so uh, we have a long conversation in the past and um, NC State guy, um, you know, fan. And, I think he and to, he's to, built a very nice car washing business with Spiffy now. So, yeah. and they've come out to my house a few times as well. Uh, yep. I know him. I know Carl as well. Um, so uh, we, we know a couple of the same people here. But um, no, that's great, and uh, I'm glad you get to geek out and enjoy what you do every day. Um, and uh, you know, we're, you know, email marketing. Obviously, um, we're we're a sales company, so uh, we use email marketing for our own business and and the like. And um, and we get a lot of emails, obviously, into our organization from people trying to sell us stuff and uh, connect with us and and the like. And um, you know, Litmus, from what I understand, has built a really good platform uh, where you're analyzing kind of the the email um before it goes out and um just to get more into the the kind of like the nuts and bolts of it so we have let's say uh, we're not using mailchimp but let's give you an example mailchimp a lot of people use mailchimp because it's free right so uh and they'll get like i don't know 100 emails 100 contacts which are free or something and then you gotta pay for a subscription so you 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 craft an email right 
Uh, and um, and then you know you have your your logos on it, or your banners, whatever it is, and get your links for your you know for contact form and all that to kind of track what uh, consumers or, or businesses are looking at. And then where does litmus come in into that 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 process for crafting that email and and, and kind of the benefit uh, of using litmus? We ride side by side with your email service provider like a MailChimp. So when you're spending all of this time to craft that perfect email with the perfect message and the perfect offer, you want to make sure that it lands in that sender's inbox and that it renders pop properly. So with email in a single platform, you can build that email, you can test it in parallel. And the testing part's really, really important before you hit send because there's over a hundred different client um, versions out there between different browsers and devices and the way people are um, accessing their email. And so, and they make changes like every two days, if not every day. So trying to do that manually, or, you know, if I'm getting ready to send an email and I send you a version and tell me to ask you to open it on your iPhone, and then I try to send it to somebody else and they need to open up on their Samsung phone or on a desktop, it's just logistically impossible for, to do that. You really need a centralized system. And that's what Litmus does. It tests all those variations so that you know that you know something like 40% of um, subscribers are now viewing emails in dark mode. Uh, Litmus tells you that, tells you that, gives you that insight in your subscriber base and also tests your email to make sure that it's gonna render properly um, in dark mode. So we do all that testing for you and then it doesn't end with send. So after you hit that send on that email, we give you a wealth of analytics that come back um, in parallel with your email service provider to tell you, you know, mm -hmm. beyond when you hit send and, and somebody opened that email, what did they do with it? Were they viewing it in dark mode? Did they forward it? How much time did they spend with it? All of that information is incredibly powerful, not only for the next email that you send, but if you're, most of us are running a multi-channel market, uh, multi-channel type of marketing mix. So if you take, if something's working really well in email, why wouldn't that work well in your paid search program? Why wouldn't you want to take that insight of an offer that's performing well in email and put it in to your paid search or drop it into your webinar program? Or maybe that should be a blog for your organization. So your email marketing analytics tell you so much more about your program than just your email marketing program. It's super, it can supercharge your entire marketing mix. I got you. Um, I'm going to um, ask you a couple of questions because you, you kind of raised a couple of issues for me and then going forward, I'm going to interrupt you because I want to, I don't want to lose my thought process uh, <laughs> and also for the audience. Uh, so you, the email, the email, um, you, you craft the email and then you kind of come alongside, let's say a MailChimp or a, um, a, um, a constant contact or something like that. You come alongside and it, you know, it does some analytics. And now how does the software uh, know what the list, so we have a 20,000, this is we sales rep. We have a 30,000, 30, right, uh, email list, right? And, and, and I agree, the vast majority of people are opening up their, their um, emails while on their mobile. A lot of them are mobile. I don't know what dark mode means. Need to clarify that, okay? okay. So, uh, okay, so they open up their emails on an Android. I, I have an Android phone, okay? So, um, and, or I, and I, uh, an iPhone. So how does the software know what phone it, that person is using on our list, unless it kind of flips the script quick 
and kind of adapts the email when they click it open. So explain that and also the dark mode part. So the first time you would send an email with Litmus, you would send it out to your subscriber uh, base. And then our analytics would come back and tell you your subscriber base, you have 40% of them opening it on an iPhone. And you take those insights and apply them to the next one. And you could actually prioritize, you know, I mentioned over a hundred different combinations. Maybe your subscriber list is only, only half of that applies to them. So you can actually prioritize the testing within Litmus so that you make sure that the clients and devices that people are using most frequently are the ones that you want to double check and make sure that that's all performing for you. And what is dark mode? So dark mode um, is a, a way, it basically reverses the way this, the screen appears so that the background is dark, but the words are light. And what they have found is for some people, depending on, um, it can be a preferable way for people to read information depending on eyesight issues and how people like to, to you know, view their content on digital devices. Gotcha. Okay. That's, that's what you meant by, by that. Okay. And um, now, wow, I'm getting... I got, I got, I got to stay still. I'm foggy here. Um, uh, the, um, the, um, the, the text model versus HTML. Um, I see a lot of companies sending out just the text emails because they're going simple. Uh, Cause I think that if you go into the HTML model, then some of the devices may not open up the, the banner or the, or the graphic comes up with that little, I don't know, what is the technical term for that? It's kind of like, Oh, it's an X. Or it's basically, it's basically, yeah, an error. <laughs> so they'll send out a text model, just, just you know, a, a plain content model, um, and uh, so that everything can be read versus uh, without the graphics. I mean, what are your thoughts, just, just personally, on sending out just a content email without any graphics? Just make it easy for people to read, and obviously have some links in there to click on to contact us or something like a phone number, that kind of thing. But just Keep it simple. I mean, what, what are your thoughts just generally? So most companies will send out the way the version will actually be sent out is they'll have the ability, depending on who's receiving that email. Some people just have a preference, as you said, for the text emails, because it's really simple. And if you're somebody who's on the go and you just want your information and you don't want to have to scroll past um, any imagery, that that's how you want to be able to view your emails. Um, and then other people are going to prefer the, the rich graphics. We're starting to see some interesting things happening with people embedding little snippets of kind of mocking video. It's not actually real video that's embedded in those emails, but they like a richer visual experience. And you'll typically see that with newsletters and those types of things. Again, it's really valuable to have, to be able to test for all of that stuff. So you want uh, within a single system that, and that can make sure that regardless how people prefer to, to view their email, that when it lands in that inbox, that they're gonna be able to, to read it, the images won't be broken, the links won't be broken. Because anytime you send out those you know, emails that um, uh, have some fundamental flaws with them, it also can cause you issues down the road with deliverability related to spam because those things get factored into spam scores and, and how um, that happens with, and how your spam is actually being scored within the background. So you really want to make sure every email sets the right tone and it lands in that inbox perfectly every single time. I gotcha. When, when, um, when, when we're getting into the operational aspects of Litmus, so you create the email in your 
um, email platform, MailChimp, Constant Contact, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, so you HubSpot, you know, so you, 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 you create the email, you craft it. Is, um, are you taking that, is, is uh, Litmus plugging into your email provider through an API or do you have to run the email through another platform and then come back with all the changes, change that, maybe spammy, take us through the, the granular kind of functionality of how that, how that happens and it, is it gonna give me more work, basically. <laughs> No, that, that's the great thing about the platform. It doesn't give you more work. So we have some customers. So let's take HubSpot for uh, an example. We have a great integration with uh, HubSpot and you can do it you know, two different ways. Some email uh, designers and developers want to build within their uh, email service provider like a HubSpot. Some of them like to build in Litmus. It really doesn't matter to us, however you like to do that, whatever is your preference. So if you like to build in HubSpot, you build uh, your email and then you simply just sync it over to Litmus. Litmus will run its tests and sync it right back over to, to HubSpot. That way you don't have to do any cutting and pasting. You don't have to bounce back and forth between different tools, which, you know, the thing that's scary about that for email developers and email marketers is like, nobody feels good about doing all this work and then cutting and pasting and then just crossing your fingers when you hit send and hoping that nothing's broken in that, that process. We make it really, really seamless for you. And we specifically architected the platform to work the way you want to work as an email marketer. So is the, um, that's great. That's great. Um, is the, um, is the value prop for litmus to the marketing agencies is to say this for example um you know people like us uh, we're not a marketing agency but you know we're an agency if you will uh, we fall into that basket so um uh, so is it is the value prop that you know our and it may not be our open rates let's say for our email list as an example let's say it's um 15 right let's just say it's general across all the lists that we have 15% is your prop, your value prop saying that if we use litmus, you're going to increase your open rate and deliverability to 25%. I'm not asking you for the number. I'm just saying, is that, is that basically what's going to happen? Because you're going to fix all this stuff that in theory is getting caught up maybe in spam and all these kind of things. And you're going to have an increase. And, and can you, when you start using litmus track, your delivery deliverability rate is X now, after 30, 60 days, it's going to, you know, it went up 20%. So help us understand that. So part of it is going to be in things like deliverability in terms of how you're seeing overall improvements. And you'll see that within our email analytics. Also, the ROI that you get is from the amount of time it takes to build an email and how much time it takes to test that email. By doing all of that in a centralized uh, platform, you know, you're reducing the time that you're bouncing back and forth between different tools. And you mentioned agencies and we sell to a lot of agencies because they have a number of different clients who work with, um, and some of them completely outsource their email marketing services to their agencies or they partner with them. So they're spanning a lot of different marketing automation solutions. So having something like Litmus, which can work on, you know, across HubSpot, MailChimp, Eloqua, Pardot, all of those things. We integrate with all of those providers in a single 
place. And also, you know, one of the big parts when you're building an email, depending on the size of your organization, sometimes, you know, up to, you know, five or 10 people have to approve a single email before it goes out <laughs> with, with, I know. <laughs> Within Litmus, we have a proofing capability so that instead of having to, again, create a separate PDF, send an email to a group of people, try to centralize their comments on a, you know, 75 different email threads and then go back in and make that change, they can look at the email, give their feedback right there. And for the email marketer, they have all that feedback in one place. And we see, we do this thing called the um, state of email survey every year. We're just uh, finishing it. It's still in market now and we'll announce the results later this year. But last year we found that for most companies on average, it was taking them two weeks to get a single email out the door. And on average, they had five different people that had to provide feedback on that single email. And so there's always a lot of frustration and pressure on the email marketing team because most companies depend on email a lot. And when you're thinking about scaling that across your organization, you know, that gets really, really tough for the team to be able to meet the agility and the demands that the business has. Wow. Yeah, I mean, just when you're dealing with enterprise level clients that have these multiple, what I'll call bureaucratic tiers, levels of people, um, I, that drives me crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I detest bureaucracy and make a decision, let's get this thing done. Uh, so, and obviously your platform helps to, to streamline that process so that it falls within the operational you know, SOP, if you will, of the organization, right? Um, uh, so that they can get this email out, but it must frustrate marketers like, you know, we can't get the thing done. Um, that's, that, that's, uh, that's rough. So when you're looking at um, industry verticals, right, where, I mean, you so see you have a lot of agencies that obviously have multiple clients and they kind of use it. Uh, if you're going direct to a, you know, vertical, um, you know, which verticals are, uh, that seem, um, I guess, attracted to this kind of platform or would be ideal, you know, for uh, your platform, whether that's B2B or B2C, if you look at the verticals, what, which are they? So the great thing about Litmus is we are very horizontal. We pretty much work at any organization that has, depends on email as a key, mail ch uh, key channel for them. We do have a lot of customers um, in the retail and e-commerce side of the house. Uh, and of course, e-commerce is just on fire these days, really, really uh, booming. So we're seeing a lot of growth on that side of the house. Financial services as well. I mean, email is a key channel for how these big financial service organizations communicate to their, their customers and their prospects. Um, so any, and then of course, and even um, we're seeing a little bit of a, a a blip, I think, around you know ed tech because of all of the transfer of that to an online mm -hmm. type of experience drives a lot of email. But pretty much anybody that depends on email as a channel at some level of scale within their organization uh, is going to benefit from Litmus. Yeah, I love to get those emails when I abandon my cart because I know they're going to come back to me and they're going to say. Gil, buy this, will give you 10% off. I said, thank you, exactly. You behaved like I wanted you to behave. <laughs> 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 uh, 
hard abandonment and i'm sure some people and yeah. a certain a certain portion don't come back but um but uh there are a portion that come back because we do it on purpose uh yeah and if that, you think if that email that automated email which is a triggered email triggered right. based on that you abandoned you know a cart what if that come what what kind of experience and what does that say to you as a potential consumer of that organization if there's a problem with it um you know something's broken your name isn't in there properly there's a link that doesn't work and i think we've all at some point received the oops we made a mistake email and you just don't want to be the marketer that has to send that email <laughs> right yeah yeah no, yeah oops um so called me joanne instead of joe <laughs> um but give me two, give me a 15 dollar starbucks card i'll make it all good yeah that's um, right but <laughs> coffee fixes everything <laughs> My coffee make the fixes everything. That's right. Uh, so when um, the the platform itself, from a um, a uh, uh, the services to a company, um, how, is is a SaaS model, right? Monthly monthly fee based. Any contracts? Or just month to month. Um, no, we we do. A, it's a, a it depends on how you want to work with us. So there's two. We have two two different sales motions. Mm -hmm. If you are a really small organization, maybe one email person um, or a, a marketer who's also the email person and the demand gen. You know, really think of the really small organizations. We have a lot of those. Um, you can come to us on our website. You can give us your credit card. You can start using Litmus right away. We have a couple plans for you there. If you're a mid-sized organization or a large um, enterprise, you can go through a direct sales motion with us. And uh, on the online side of the house, those you can go monthly with us. You can go annual, just like you can with most of your subscriptions on the internet. And then when you go through our direct sales organization, if you've got a larger company, it's you know it's a contract, and we work through that with you. I got you. Okay, because you got different levels with different sizes of organizations, which yes. is great. So the smaller firm to mid-sized enterprise. Um, and uh, on the smaller side, let's say, because uh, some of the got small businesses that listen to us, but also we got a mid-level and enterprise. Um, on the mid-level to the smaller end, middle market companies, are is the, um, the does the do you have to run the email through Litmus, or if the let's say this, the um, the email marketing platform is not supported, it's not a Pardot, it's not a Marketo, it's not you know um, Salesforce, it's not nothing like it's just some other obscure, you know, um, email platform. Um, well, are you, is the API able to plug in? I mean, do you got, or does the person going to have to just run it through the platform manually because you don't have some kind of integration? Yes. If we don't have an integration, it's pretty easy to do that. And marketers are fairly accustomed to being able to just sort of bring that over into the platform, run the test, get the results, and then bring back the final code into um, their, their sending platform. So we have quite a few integrations, um, uh, most of sort of the, the more well-known ones. And if for some reason you're using one that that we don't, it's still as easy, just as easy to, to be able to work with us. That's good to know more like the mechanics of how to, you know, work with the platform. Uh, um, and I guess uh, people to try it out and kind of see how it works. Um, is there any trials for the platform or is it you got to sign up and then you got to, you know, start? Nope. You can come to our website and we have a, a seven day free trial. Um, and you can just basically decide if you've got just one user that wants to do it, or if you've got maybe five users and your organization, if you're really 
um, a, a, a little, just a little bit bigger than a, a small organization, give it a try for, for seven days. We know you'll love it and that you'll want to be a customer for a long time, hopefully. Listen, we both go back to computer associates, right? So um, I remember when we would do an email stuff and, and trials used to be 30 days. Trials used to be 60 days. Now it's like a week. <laughs> it's like, you know why? Because they want to generate the revenue. They want to close the customer versus them. We're not carrying, we're talking marketing here, right? Carrying the, the, the customer through a trial for 30 days. Like, no, 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 that's a week. It's probably good enough. You're going to make a decision. Um, and what's interesting is that the majority of customers who start a trial will activate once they sort of get going in, in the, the trial, they don't wait for the full seven days. Once, if they like it, they're like, oh, this works for me. I'm going to go ahead and activate my subscription now. So it's really interesting because the time is actually even much shorter than that, those seven days. We will see an activation usually within the first three days. That's excellent. That's good to know. I didn't necessarily know that. Um, that and it's working for your platform, which is great. Uh, and uh, I'm, not, I'm sure it's not working for everybody that way. <laughs> it's not working for you that way. For you, uh, that's good. We're going to go into the lightning round questions here um, okay. about about some uh, some personal stuff. So, uh, okay. coffee, hot or cold? Hot. Okay, good. Uh, tea, hot or cold? Cold. Oh, pizza? Yes, uh, margarita, thin crust, Ooh. like. Yeah, it's like my, it's my, that's my favorite thing. So super thin crust, margarita, I'm mm. good. Oh, I gotcha. Hot dogs? No, I'm a vegetarian. I got you. Okay. So that goes to the next question, burgers. <laughs> if it's an impossible burger, I eat those all the time. I love them. There you go. <laughs> it fell right into that. It's like, okay, scratch that. Um, uh, the phone that you're carrying, iPhone, Android? iPhone. iPhone. Okay. So uh, I'm assuming a laptop is uh, a Mac. I it is. Okay. Yeah. These uh, desktop as well or just a laptop? Just a laptop. Okay. Um, and uh, if you had any place that you could go and money and time was not an issue, where would that be? New Zealand. New Ze Ooh. That's, boy, that's out there. <laughs> First time I've heard that. Um, that's uh, very interesting. And, um, and here's more of a pensive question. It's not, uh, it's not, related to business and it's not really it could be not related to it could be related to personal um, if you had a superpower um, that we're giving to you what would that be it could be personal doesn't have to be business it doesn't matter what superpower um, would you want if it was given to you I would like to be able to run very very fast <laughs> so I <laughs> <laughs> I have been a runner for a long time and no matter how much I run, I do not get faster. And I, and I, now of course I'm at that point in my life where everything is getting slower, <laughs> but I would like the ability to be able to run fast. I got you. Well, that, that's excellent. Well, we've been talking with Melissa Sargent, uh, CMO of Litmus, and they're uh, discussing their email marketing platform and software. Give us a 30-second um, a wrap-up of the value prop of, um, of using Litmus. We kind of covered it in general uh, here, uh, but for the audience, a kind of uh, a wrap-up here, and we'll close it. Email creates is the opportunity to create a special relationship between you and your prospects and your customers. 
And when you send that email, you want to make sure that it lands in their box and they have this amazing experience with your brand. And Litmus helps you do that from start to finish, from mm -hmm. helping you build them quickly, test them effectively, and then gain the insights that you need to make your entire program work even better over time. Great. We've been talking to Melissa Sargent, the CMO of Litmus. Uh, they are an email marketing kind of analytics software platform. Uh, the call to action here to the sales uh, prospector is to go to their website, sign up for the free trial, give it a shot, see if it'll work for you. And I'm sure they have a great team on the back end to kind of answer your questions. Uh, and we'll put the links into our show notes so that you can get there and uh, you know hear, um, uh, read more about what they're doing. Listen, Melissa, it was great chatting with you. Uh, listen, May this year, the rest of this year be the best year that Litmus has ever had. Thank you so much. I really appreciate talking to you today. You're welcome. Good chatting with you.